share some scripture with you, mainly to share the love of our Lord with you. Amen. God is so loving, and we love Amen. Him, and we just want to share that love with you. So we are going to, as usual, sing some songs, bring some word, do some jibber-jabber. Jibber-jabber. <laughs> jibber-jabber. And this is episode 33 of season 2 which this is the final episode. So we told you we were going to do something different this time than we've done the rest of the times. Last week we finished out the last chapter of America's Trojan War. Hope you enjoyed that book. Next season we'll be reading, I have a series of three books called Faith, Hope, and Love. They're all essays in there about Christian life and Christian faith. And we'll start off reading through book Faith. And if you want to get it to follow along, you can go to Amazon.com. Just put in Faith and then Dr. Robert Owens, you know, the secret code to bring out my books. <laughs> and so this week what we're going to do is kind of like what we do when we go out on ministry trips. And we do, we do ministry at uh, missions and places like that. And when we do, this is, this is sort of like what we do when we're doing that. Alrighty then. It's a battlefield, brother. It's a battlefield, sister. It's a battlefield, not a recreation hall. It's a battlefield, brother. It's a battlefield, sister. It's a battlefield, not a recreation hall. When we see the darkness around us, we don't wear Christians, we think everything's just going to be a party, la da 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 da, as we skip down the primrose path to salvation. Well, because we're told, get saved and everything will be all right. We are told that in a lot of places by a lot of people. Right. But the truth is, you know, before you're saved, devil doesn't have to worry about you or think about you at all. I mean, he's already got you in his hip pocket, <laughs> you know. But once you get saved, you get a target on your back. Amen. And he's out to do everything he can to trip you up or throw you over. And that's when you have to realize 
Jesus has won the war, but there's still battles to be fought right here in our own lives. You know, it's just like he may have paid our lifetime membership, but we still got to pay some dues. Amen. You know, and that's why God can't reach high enough. Wait a minute, wait a minute. This happens when we're out there too sometimes. <laughs> Old Bobby gets a false start going. Let's pick it up on the chorus again. Okay. It's a battlefield, brother. Battlefield, sister. It's a battlefield, not a recreation hall. It's a battlefield, brother. It's a battlefield, sister. It's a battlefield, not a recreation hall. God knew we can't reach high enough, so we said, always miracles on display because Go ahead. Rosalie is able to have magic fingers and just follow me no matter what I do and <laughs> she sings along with me when I miss verses and sing the wrong words and do everything else but we're just trying to praise the Lord we're not trying to do the slickest thing in the whole world we're just trying to praise God and give him the glory and share something about his word Amen. now this is a song that talks about why are we here? I don't know. Well, yes, I do. Life, it can seem so long to write.
know, God doesn't ever tell us any place to build buildings. He doesn't tell us to go out and start ministries. He doesn't tell us to do any of the many things that we do all the time. What he does do is tell us to be his witness. You know, and, and we have to do that. That's our job. That's what we're called to do, to be his witness. And what does a witness do? They can only tell you what they have seen with their own eyes. There's no hearsay witness allowed. No evidence brought in that's just hearsay. He wants, we want witnesses from the people who have seen things. Right, and not telling people what he will do for them, but right. telling people what he's done for us. Amen, because when we, when we talk about what he's done for us, who can say it didn't happen? Who can tell us that's not true? We know what happened to us. Right. It's our witness that we need to share. And when do we need to share it? All the time. Instead of the time we want it to be. You know, we want it right now. Give it to me now. I need it now. I can't wait. Give it to me now. But God sometimes has to slow us down to keep us from stepping into something. And for us to catch the lesson he's trying to give us. Oh, that's a big one right there. Right, because we'll just, we'll just go full speed ahead and miss it. Or else we'll get into something. We'll get into a trial or a temptation and try to pray our way out of it instead of living our way through it. Uh, praying about it before we get into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we're talking about God's provision. If we're waiting on Him, you know, we're waiting, waiting, waiting. Sometimes it seems like it's never going to show up. But when it does...
crowded so much they were like pushing him into the water so he said Peter let me get in your boat and use it as a pulpit he got in there and he stood out there and he's preaching when he's all done he says Peter go on out there a little bit and throw your your nets down he said master he said we've been fishing all night we didn't we didn't catch a thing he said but on your word I'll do it and they went out and threw that net in and it took two boats to bring in that harvest you know, and that's the whole thing. We we do things. We Even when we're trying to do things for the Lord and, and it doesn't work out right away, a lot of times we're ready to quit. But if the Lord called us to do it, don't quit. Hang in there. Wait for the victory. You know, God has declared that his word will not return to him void. Mm-hmm. So if he calls us to do something, we can believe it's going to happen. Now, let's, So many times people will say... God calls, so God provides. Well, he doesn't say he's going to provide instantly. It's true. You know, he, you know, maybe he's testing our faithfulness to do what he's told us to do. Well, I think it's always a test of our faithfulness. Ah. You know, I mean, everything we do is, is are we faithful enough to, to stand there and stand with the Lord until the harvest comes? You know, but it's like a farmer. I mean, you plant a seed, you got to wait for it to come up. Yes. And it's the same thing with, with everything in life, you know. Well, we're going to turn to the book of James right now. And in chapter 1, we're going to look at verses 2 through 4. And it's probably a passage most people are familiar with. And it's one some people have a really hard time with, you know, because we want to be delivered from everything right away. Mm-hmm. We want, you know, America's motto is, I want it now. You know, we stand in front of the microwave and say, hurry up. You know, and that's all there is to it. So James, chapter 1, looking at verses 2 through 4. Consider it a sheer gift, friends, when tests and challenges come at you from all sides. You know that under pressure, your faith life is forced into the open and shows its true colors. So don't get out of anything prematurely. Let it do its work so you become mature and well-developed 
not deficient in any way. And that's right to that point of trying to pray our way out of something. You know, yeah, if you're going through a trial and tribulation, it doesn't, you know, there's nothing wrong with praying to God, oh Lord, you know, give me the courage, the strength, the fortitude, the faith to walk through this. Amen. But when we pray, God, deliver me from it, take it away from me, mm -hmm. you know. And he, a lot of times, if we beg him enough, oh, okay, he'll take it away. And then you wonder, why am I back there? Why again? am I, people, why am I going through this again? Why am I going through this again? Because you didn't get it the first time. That's right. You're going to stay there until you learn the lesson, you know. So we need to thank God when we're in tribulations. Amen. Know, because we, he's working at that moment, even though we don't see it or know it. Well, and it's all about shaping us and forming us yeah. to become what he wants us to be. He's never going to put us into something that, that will not be used for our good. He says he turns all things to good mm -hmm. for those who are called according to his purpose. Mm -hmm. And if we're in his purpose, we can be assured that everything that is happening is, is created for no other reason than to prepare us for what we're supposed to be and where we're supposed to be doing what we're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Now I want to flip over to 2 Peter, and we're going to start at verse 5. On 2 Peter, he says, So don't lose a minute in building on what you have been given, complementing your basic faith with good character, spiritual understanding, alert discipline, passionate patience. Wait a minute. Passionate patience. Passionate patience now. <laughs> oh, now that's it. I got to learn how to do that. Passionate patience. Passionate patience. Not just patient. Passionate. Yes. Now, you know, it's interesting. We've been in many churches where we've been prayed for, and we've been in many churches where we've prayed for people. And I have been in many places, both of us, or lines of people who come up and ask for prayer for this and prayer for that and prayer for this. Never had anybody up come up and pray, Lord, give me patience. Well, because you know what happens. Give them tribulation. Yeah. <laughs> you know, bless them, Lord, give them some tribulation. But it says, because see, this is the thing. We all want faith. But faith without patience is just going to be a flash in the pan. If we don't have the patience to wait for the development of the promise. Look at Abraham. He was almost 100 years old when God promised him he was going to have a son that would be the promise of all the nations. Then he had to wait long, long after that. You know, and he it says in Romans, it talks about that it was his patience in waiting for the fulfillment that proved his faith. So we're passionate praises, reverent wonder, warm friendliness, and genuine love. Each dimension fitting into and developing the others. See, all those things we talked about, the, the friendliness, the patience, the discipline, they're all parts of the same thing, all building us into what God wants us to be. With these qualities active and growing in you, your lives, as grass will grow under, no grass will grow under your feet. No day will pass without its reward as you mature in your experience of our Master Jesus. What a promise that is right there. If we will develop these characteristics, we have a promise right here that no grass is going to grow under our feet. We're going to get our reward in each day. 
says, without these qualities, you don't see what's right before you, oblivious that your old sinful life has been wiped off the books. If you don't have those things, you know, that's why you see sometimes people say, well, you know, I'm just a poor old sinner saved by grace. Well, yeah, that's what you were, but that's not what you are. Yeah, I, it's always disturbing to me when I hear people say that because it's like, where's your joy? Yeah, like, where's you've your... been saved by grace. Where's your joy? Yeah, because you're no. Yes, you were a poor old sinner, but now you're a child of God. Amen. You got saved. You're a child of God. You know, and sometimes we get so hung up looking back on what we were, mm-hmm. we miss what we are. Amen. And if we miss what we are, we're never going to become what we're supposed to be. What we're supposed to be is glorified children living in eternity. You know, the Lord gave me a word just this morning. He said, you know, if I spent every day, all day thanking him, I could never thank him enough mm-hmm. for saving me. Mm-hmm. And if I spent every day, all day praising him, I could never praise him for how great he is. Because no matter how great I praise, no matter how great I trust in how much faith I have. God is always more. Yes. Always more. Always. We'll never come to the end of it. And so when he's telling us we need all these things, we need these things just to step into what he's called us to. That's what he is. So friends, it says, confirm God's invitation to you, his choice of you. Don't put it off. Do it now. The urgency here. Remember, Paul, Peter is the guy who's always jumping out there. Come on, Lord, let's do it. You know, he was the guy who was always, it was urgent. It's urgent. He says, do it now. Do this, and you'll have your life on a firm footing. The streets paved and the way wide open into this eternal kingdom of our Master and Savior, Jesus Christ. And that's what we want, the highway to holiness, the road to righteousness, We want to follow after Jesus. He says, pick up your cross and follow me. And we can't do that unless we have faith and patience. And if we have faith and patience, he'll develop in us all these other qualities. And then, then we have an opportunity to become who we're supposed to be, Hmm. children of God. Wow. Stepping out of this world and into eternity. Yes. Leaving the city of man behind. Hallelujah. And heading to the city Amen. of God. So this is the end of season two. Hope you've enjoyed it. You know, there are 33 episodes. If you haven't listened to them all, you can go back and pick them up. And we'll be back soon with season three. And we hope you're going to enjoy that too. We love you. God bless you. And if you have any any questions about anything or any comments or suggestions, go to our website, itookarightturn.com, and there's a place for contact, and there's a form you can fill out. Tell us anything you want, and we'll be so glad. Your prayer requests can go there, too. Yes, we will be so glad to hear from you. And thank you for listening to Robert and Rosalie. And this is signing off for Season (laughs) 2.